There have been teams who have struggled both on the field with their performance and off the field financially. But what if the organization was so desperate that they were willing to do something as crazy as switch their franchise with one another? And that's going to be today's topic on how the Eagles and Steelers switched franchises back in 1941. The Eagles and Steelers are franchises that have quite a bit in common. The obvious one is that both teams are from the state of Pennsylvania. But another common theme is their journey in the NFL. Both started in 1933. Both lost to the New York Giants in their first ever game and started off playing in the same division. But more importantly, they were struggling franchises, both combining for 43 wins in total from 1933 to 40, which is an average of five wins. So by no means were they title contenders. In comes Burt Bell, who was the founding man for the Eagles and maybe the most influential person in the history of the NFL. Around this time, he was both a general manager and coach of the Eagles. And on top of the Eagles' poor play, they were also struggling financially. Bell was not able to hire any secretaries any equipment managers, basically running the franchise single-handedly. A list of other things Bell did was sell tickets at a discount price and sometimes give away tickets for free. Bell would also schedule away games in larger stadiums so he could make his 40% discount pay worthwhile. But to top it all off, Bell would sell his best player, Dave Schmuckler, to the Detroit Lions for $5,000. Even though we've seen similar things throughout the course of NFL history, like the Herschel Walker trade, it takes a lot of guts for an NFL coach to trade his best player, even in today's climate. On the other hand, the Pittsburgh Steelers, at the time known as the Pirates, were going through their own situation. They were also struggling financially, and it is documented around this time. Art Rooney lost around $100,000. There was also rumblings about how Pittsburgh had offers from various groups in Cincinnati, Boston, and cities out on the West Coast. 1940 season came, and both teams had another lackluster season. Pirates went 2-7-2, and, and the Eagles went 1-9-1, setting the single-season record for least amount of rushing yards, with 298. In December of that year, Rooney decided to sell the Pirates to Alexis Thompson for $160,000. Thompson was a rich 26-year-old from New York. His father, David, was the president of the Island Steel Company. After David passed away in 1930, Alexis inherited $360,000 from his father. This was a year after the Great Depression, so his family were one of the few families that still had their fortunes. Then after selling the Pirates, Rooney bought half stock into the Eagles and became half owner with his good friend, Burt Bell. On the other side in Pittsburgh, Thompson wasted no time making moves as he hired Greasy Neal on January 17, 1941, and their names were changed from the Pittsburgh Pirates to the Pittsburgh Ironmen. But the move that caused this piece of history to unravel was Thompson's decision to move the Ironmen to Boston. 
Thompson wanted to move it to a city that was more convenient to him since his business office was in New York. This move did not please anyone, especially George Preston Marshall, owner of the Washington football team. Mind you, this was the same man who found his franchise in Boston nine years prior before moving to Washington back in 1933. His reasoning for being upset was simply due to having one NFL team in Pennsylvania. This move would have worked. Thompson had everything planned, and after Thompson moved the team to Boston, Rooney was going to rename the Eagles the Keystoners and continue to play games in both Pittsburgh and Philadelphia because he did not want Pittsburgh to go without pro football. Everything was going according to plan, except Marshall convinced every owner in the league to veto the move, which they all agreed to do. Marshall at the time was maybe the most influential figure in the league, so when he made a stance, there were very few people that went against it. Another move that Thompson would make was open a football operation in Pittsburgh on March 1st. But when March 1st hit, the office wasn't open. Thompson still wanted a city that was convenient for him because of his office in New York and actually preferred Philadelphia since it was two hours away from New York instead of the six-plus hour drive to Pittsburgh. Rooney considered this and made an offer to Thompson, and a month later on April 3rd, Rooney announced that both the Eagles and the Steelers would switch cities, meaning everyone from the players, coaches, head office, and even down to the janitors would switch places. This also meant that Art Rooney would be going back to the Steelers, and Burt Bell, the man who was the founder of the Eagles and took on roles as both head coach and the owner, would also be leaving the Eagles to join Art Rooney as co-owner of the Steelers. Even though both teams went to combined 317 and 2 in 1941, this switch was still impactful. Following the 1941 season, the Eagles and Steelers would reunite again and combine both franchises in 1943, calling themselves the Steagles, and together both franchises would produce their first winning season in their history. As far as both franchises go, the Eagles would go on to make three consecutive trips to the NFL championship game from 1947 to 49, winning two straight in both 1948 and 49. In that span, six players from the Eagles-Steelers swap back in 1941 ended up being a part of those championship runs. The Steelers, on the other hand, wouldn't have much success in the 40s. Burt Bell would be the coach of the Steelers in 1941, but resigned after two games and remained co-owner alongside Art Rooney until he became the NFL commissioner in 1946. They did, however, make the playoffs in 1947, but unfortunately, they lost to, you guessed it, the Eagles. Though it took three decades, the Steelers went on to be the legendary franchise we know of today, winning six Super Bowls four in the 70s, and two in the 2000s. When you look at this team switch, it just looks like a unique event in NFL history, but I think it's more than that. It's probably very underrated when it comes to impact. Without this trade, the Eagles may have gone on to be known as the Keystoners. And when you consider the personnel with Art Rooney and Bart Bell as owners, the Keystoners may have been known as the legendary franchise we know of today instead of the Pittsburgh Steelers and vice versa. Who knows what would have happened to the Steelers if Alexis Thompson moved the team to Boston. 
would they have had the history that the Philadelphia Eagles wound up having or even yet? The city may have overtook the football landscape professionally and the New England Patriots may have never existed. There are more hypothetical scenarios I can cover, but in the end, it looks like both franchises were satisfied with their outcome. Thank you for listening to this episode, guys. Um, this episode was much shorter. I wanted to do something new, um, more of a video essay. I know it's not the most polished essay, but right now I'm just doing what the best I can. Um, this was something that I wrote probably like, almost two years ago. It was a, a year and a half ago that I wrote this. And um, yeah, um, this is uh, going to be a new thing where I'm doing much more scripted topics about events that happened throughout the history of sports. Um, we're going to be covering um, different uh, topics like um, dynasties. Um, I'm also going to be talking a lot about hip-hop albums um, outside of sports. That's another um, media that I'm going to cover. That's another art form that I'm going to cover, um, which is hip-hop, different music that I like, albums. And yeah, um, you guys will be seeing or hearing a lot more of that. Um, tell me if you guys like this type of, um, avenue that I'm taking. Do you guys like it or do you guys prefer the chit-chatting barber talk type, um, style that I have where I'm just talking to my friends and we're just talking about the season or do you guys prefer this? Um, let me know. Um, yeah, that's going to be this week's episode. Hopefully, I'll see you next week. Um, I'll come up with another topic, and um, we'll go from there. Uh, All right, guys. Later.